everybody. It's Wednesday. This is what it is tonight. Nasal gastric tubes. And I'm super nervous. I hope you guys can hear me. I am super nervous to present one of the most difficult topics for NCLEX. I swear, I swear, nasal gastric tubes is one of the most challenging topics for NCLEX. And I can't really explain to you why it's so challenging. I think the amount of critical thinking that you have to do with nasal gastric tubes just makes me so nervous. So are you guys ready to get started? Hey, everybody. I know I got Canada in the house. Um, listen, I'm sweating bullets over here trying to prepare nasal gastric tubes. Can everybody hear me? Like, thumbs up if you can hear me. All right. Um, I'm not really sure, but I hope that you guys can. Uh, we are going to do nasal gastric tubes tonight. And listen, I'm going to challenge you. Don't come in here thinking that it's just going to be, oh, we put the nasal gastric tube in and it's so much deeper than that. So let me see if I can get into it. All right. Nasal gastric tubes. Oh, let's go, guys. And let me just say this. There is somebody here who is your first time here. And I may seem like I'm not prepared, but I am prepared. I am just wanting to present this to you in a way that is simple and easy to understand, okay? Because I love you and I, I want you to succeed. And so we're going to do nasal gastric tubes. Now, let's get into it, okay? <laughs> All right, so here we go. Now, when we just look at the name nasal gastric tube, we are talking about a tube that is going to run from the nose to the stomach area, right? Into the digestive tract. So when we learn it in clinicals, it is, it's a tube that is inserted through one of the nostrils, all right? And down into the nasal pharynx and into the digestive tract, all right? So this is just us setting the foundation. This is how we study the subject. We, we're just looking at even, we, we learned so much just from the name. Now, I know you guys had this in nursing school, so I'm going to press into it a little bit quickly. Now, the reasons why we give nasal gastric tubes are many. There are so many reasons why we give nasal gastric tubes. So, of course, we give them for feeding and medication administration. We also are going to put down an NG tube if a patient is unable to eat by mouth. Okay. And Another big reason why we do nasal gastric tubes is to help the patient decompress their stomach and patients that come in with gastric distension, nausea and vomiting. When we put down an NG tube, we can suction it and we can actually decompress the stomach. They'll feel so much better. Actually, this will help them feel better than giving uh, anti-nausea medication. So nasal gastric tubes are gonna be extremely popular, especially if you're working on a med surge floor uh, of any kind, okay? And also we, we need, you know, we need stomach contents for laboratory testing and we can get them through a nasal gastric tube or to wash out the gastric uh, content or cavities. And so we would do a, what is called a lavage to the stomach area. So lavage, gavage, decompression, and um, feedings are the, the top four reasons that were feedings medications are the top four reasons that you would be putting down an NG tube. So again, gavage, lavage, feeding medications, and then decompression. Those are the four main reasons a patient would get a nasal gastric tube.
let's let's continue on. Shout out to Florida in the house, always representing East Coast. Okay, um, so let's talk about who needs the nasogastric tube. So the nasogastric tube is for a variety of patients. So like I said, med surge, definitely. But you can hear, see here, if you're on the neural floor, you can have a patient that needs an NG tube, um, cancer patients, critical injuries or illnesses, they need them, failure to thrive, failure to thrive patients. We all know those patients are typically not meeting their nutritional needs. They are not growing. A lot of infants have this diagnosis, failure to thrive. And so they usually end up getting an NG tube, neurological or movement disorders, and GI dysfunction or disease. These are the clients who need nasogastric tube. Come on in. We are just getting started. This is Winning Wednesday. We're talking about nasogastric tubes on tonight. Let's get into it. Now, here we go. The types of administrations. Oh, there's so many different types of administrations, but to, particularly with the fetus, feeding, feeding, I'm gonna, I want you to look at four types the bolus feeding. Now, this is where you give large doses of the tube feeding through a syringe, or you can do it through a feeding pump, and it's typically less than 20 minutes. Okay, so a bolus is a bolus. Um, I see this, you know, you guys know I pause for the cause. I see a testimonial from nurse Chuck Wancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, Remar family. Pass my NCLEX are in registered nurse right now remar ready on the first attempt i use quick facts in v2 thank you so much professor regina i am grateful congratulations everybody shout out to this new remar nurse got her r in license and who's next who's next coming on here letting us know she did it amazing so we talk about Love that. Talk about the four types of feedings, four types of feedings. The bolus feeding, I explained. We also have a continuous feeding, a continuous feeding, which is the patient is getting nutrition 24 hours. Yeah. Cyclic feedings are also a feeding where you're getting fed for a longer period of time, 12 to 16 hours. And then intermittent feeding is several times over at least 30 minutes. So out of the bolus, the continuous, the cyclic, or the intermittent, here's your first critical thinking question regarding nasal gastric tubes. Which is most like a normal diet? Out of these four, which one is going to be most like a normal diet? I want you to press into this subject with me. Take notes because I feel like you're going to learn some things about, I feel like you're going to learn some things about this, okay? tonight. Let's go. I'm looking for the comments. I don't want the comment section to be quiet when we are talking about NCLEX prep, like, because you can study nasal gastric tubes or you can study nasal gastric tubes for next gen NCLEX. And so that's what we're doing tonight. I'm applying, when, when you look at the the NCLEX is based off of the clinical judgment measurement model. And when I looked at the clinical judgment measurement model and nasal gastric tubes, it is so expansive. It's so much more. Uh, there's so many more variables. So I really want you guys to pay attention tonight. When we talk about a normal diet and you have four different types of NG, 
NG um, feeding administration schedules, the one that is going to be most like the normal diet is number one, the bolus. Okay. And the reason why it's most like the, the normal diet is because when you sit down for a meal, what are you doing? You're eating a bolus of food, right? You're eating a bulk of food. And most people are finishing, and listen, most people are finishing their meals in about 20 minutes. Now, if you're a nurse, you're gonna learn how to eat in about seven minutes. So when you think about patients and what is gonna be best for their body is going to be the boldest feeding, right? Because you give your, you give your body a, a, you know, a large amount of food, it processes it, and then it rests for several hours. Your body is not used to having food constantly going through it. The digestive tract constantly coming in contact with food for 16 hours, 20 hours, things like that. So whenever we have a patient that is on intermittent, let me go back to the slide so we can discuss it. Continuous cyclic intermittent feeding there's going to be some challenges that are going to happen to that patient who is constantly getting nutrition, constantly getting nutrition. Um, think about it. What are some things you guys can think of? All right. I like that. Learned. When you learn something, you just say learn. I love that. You're here to learn tonight. All right. This is remarnurse.com. Welcome to class. All right. So, yeah. So our problem, some things that our patient's going to have, number one, this is a liquid nutrition, right? Liquid nutrition. So when you're getting liquid nutrition for 16, 12 hours a day, you're not used to getting it. All right. You are going to have issues, issues with not constipation, not constipation here. Um, risk for aspiration. Absolutely. Absolutely. Patient's going to feel even more lethargic. Your, your energy that your body is used to reserving for other things, healing itself, resting, it's going to be putting all that energy towards processing nutrition constantly. Okay. Uh, and so you're going to have, you're going to have issues with fluid overload. Yes. If it's too much, definitely going to have um, issues with diarrhea. What else do we say? Risk for aspiration. Blood sugar is going to be pumping. Blood sugar is going to be up, 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 up. TPN is totally different. Now, I'm glad you asked that question. This is not TPN and in, in, in G2 feedings, totally different. Okay. So if you don't have B2, I talk specifically about TPN. All right. So good. Um, let's see. You did it. You, well, Rosaline says, I did a bolus with my teacher. That's so cool. All right. Amazing. Okay. So uh, we are talking about the feeding schedules of the patient on an NG tube feeding. Now, let me say this. For NCLEX, for NCLEX, do you think, do you think you need to know more about feedings or more about Uh, never mind. Let me not say that yet. Let me not say that. Let me let me keep going. I'll come back to it. All right. 
So let's go on. Let's talk about this. We talked about the feeding schedule. What I want to talk about is ways you treat a patient with the NG tube. All right. So there are, I'm going to talk about two types of nasal gastric tubes. Okay. I'm going to talk about two types of nasal gastric tubes. So the first one is going to be a single lumen. Oh my goodness. Wait a minute. I got to stop for this. Keisha, you passed the NCLEX. Congratulations. This is huge. I'm a next-gen Remar nurse. I passed last Saturday. Thank you, Nurse Regina. That's huge to me. I'm so happy for you. I really am. I'm so happy because I have seen you for a long time. I've seen you for a long time making comments. And so this is a person that showed up to class, studied, let everybody know how you passed. Amazing. All right. Is it, did I miss anybody else? Oh, my goodness. Did I miss anybody else? This is so exciting. Keisha passed, y'all. That's amazing. Okay. So, hey, I passed on the 27th with your help. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tony. Congratulations. All right. Another Remar nurse in the house. Oh, my goodness. What else? Okay. All right. So, there are two types of NG tubes that you are... Thanks, Remar. I passed last June 28th. 85 questions. USRN. First timer. First timer. Big timer. So happy. So happy. Amy, send me an email so I can see what's going on with your book. Okay. You might not have an apartment number. We might. So many things. But I want to, I want you to get that book. Okay. Support at remarreview.com. Can you email me, Amy? Let me know. All right. Congratulations. All right. Congratulations, everybody. Is there anyone else? Is there anyone else that wants to come on here? Congratulations to everybody. This is good. This is good, good, good vibes right now. Okay. So I'm going to talk quickly about the single lumen and the double lumen. Okay. Single lumen and double lumen. Right now, before I even go into it, do you know the difference? If a doctor says your patient needs an NG tube, most of you guys would be like, okay, I know what an NG tube is. And then what if the doctor says, but I need it to be a double lumen? Then what is your mind? What's the difference between a single lumen and a double lumen? Let's find out right now, okay? Let's find out. So the single lumen, the single lumen NG tube, it means it has a single narrow channel, okay? And this channel is for delivering medications and nutrition, Okay, medications and nutrition. Now, this, this is a one way. It's a one way system into your stomach. So when I say something is one way, what does that mean? Why is it important that this is one way? Okay, it's like a one way street, like a one way highway. So that means once it goes in, are we expecting it to be able to come out? No, we're not because we're putting in medication. We're also putting in nutrition. Okay, so it's a single lumen. Now, let's go back into it. So anyhow, the channel has a small diameter. It's very small because it's, it's, we want it to be comfortable for our patients. So it's a small lumen, small bore to make it comfortable as possible since it may be in place for up to several weeks. Are we clear on this? All right, are we clear on this? Single lumen, what's it for? I think we're clear. Now, 
let's talk about the double lumen. Now, the double lumen is specifically designed for suctioning. Now, it can be used for other purposes, but it's mostly going to be for suctioning decompression. So um, it has two channels, okay, which makes it a double lumen, a wider one to suction through, and a narrow one that acts as an air vent to relieve the vacuum pressure. I like it. You guys are like, I'm clear. I'm ready for the next step. Just break it down to me like I'm two years old. I will keep up with you guys. All right. So the double lumen is for suction decompression. Now, this helps when you have the, the, the air vent to relieve the vacuum pressure. You know, if you're suctioning something, it helps so that you don't end up suctioning the actual stomach lining because that can be really painful to the patient. It'd be a bad thing. All right, so there are several different models of the double lumen, but the Salem sump, I now just hearts on the screen, hearts or thumbs up. If you have heard of Salem sump in nursing school, but you, nobody ever explained to you why it's a Salem sump. What is the purpose of that? Okay, <laughs> so the Salem sump, all right, is the most popular one because it's a sump meaning that it, it has an airflow in it. It has an air vent that helps your patient when you're decompressing them, all right? Yes, we're learning tonight. We know the difference between a single lumen and a double lumen. Right now, you probably know more than half of the nurses working right now, all right? Now, here is the thing about NCLEX, because you guys know single lumen is for nutrition, medications. Double lumen is for decompression okay decompression distension which one on NCLEX is more important to know is it gonna be the single lumen or the double lumen oh this is a good one which one are you more likely to get questions on the single lumen for nutrition or the double lumen for decompression it's a mixed bag. Everybody's like, I see some single, I see some double. All right. The correct answer is the double lumen. Okay. It's going to be for decompression, abdominal distension. Because remember the, mm, I'm not even going to say it. When a patient comes into the emergency room, what is going to be the priority? And just in general, when you meet a patient in the emergency room and they have something like appendicitis or they have unknown abdominal pain or unknown gastric distension, what's your priority? Is it nutrition or is it abdominal distension? Okay. Track with me, guys. Nobody else, people are not talking about this. Okay. This is the work of passing NCLEX. This is the difference between you doing 100 questions and you actually knowing content related to the test plan, okay? This is why you show up for class. Most of NCLEX is acute care. Most of NCLEX is emergent acute care. It is not really focused on long-term care or chronic illnesses. So that means that more than likely, if you have a question about nasal gastric tubes, it's going to be in an emergent situation 
or it is going to be an unknown circumstance that you've never seen before. So there are some safety principles that you must master before you take this test. Okay. And I do have quick, I do have this topic in quick facts. I do have this topic, but when I thought about it and when I was studying it today, I'm like, oh man, I got to tell the Remar nurses that there's another level to the content. All right. And it's the clinical, it's the, it's the clinical judgment measurement model. And so situationally, if you are in a situation and you're in a case study and it's in the emergency room and they're talking about a nasogastric tube, you know your priority is never going to be nutrition, never going to be nutrition. All right. All right. Let's get more into it. So any. So now we're able to move to the next bit of information. We have to we have to break this content down so that we don't get too much of it and not really have the safety points. So we got that now. Single lumen, double lumen, ER, we're focusing on a double lumen nasogastric tube. Let's move on. Now, open system versus closed system. This is very simple, okay? People try to make it too complicated. An open system is just essentially, oh, let me say this. Let me, let me, let me just, okay. So an open system is essentially you have an open container that you're pouring formula in. You know how you have a bag of two feet formula and you have to mix it up? Uh, you, you know, you have to make sure that there's enough powder and enough water in it. That's what makes it an open system because that container is open and you are creating the circumstances of the nutrition. Okay. The closed system essentially is just the container of tube feet. You pop off the top, you insert the spike and it runs by itself. That's the only difference between an open system and a closed system. Okay. I feel like if I read that, it would be too much. So anyhow, the bag and tubing for the open system, the one that you're making up, the one that people are handling, uh, that needs to be changed typically every 24 hours, whereas the closed system, it can be hung for 48 hours, okay? And that's just because nobody is really manipulating the contents inside of that closed system. The integrity is safer. Now, can anybody tell me why we need to change the tubing of tube feed for 24 hours? Like, why, why, why do we need to change that tubing? What are we worried about? What are we worried about? I kind of talk about it with the TPN. It's almost the same thing, honestly. It's almost the same thing. What are we worried about? Why can't that tubing hang longer, okay? <laughs> Yes, good job. So um, clogging, not so much. I mean, clogging is a thing, but what we're worried about is this. Oh, wait, let me show. What we're worried about is what Keely said, which was the um, infections, okay? We're worried about infections. We're worried about bacteria growth because tube feeding is mostly what? What is the, what is the main ingredient of tube feeding that makes it so... Uh, important for our patients, why they get so many calories for it, why they get so much, you know, they get so much nutrition for it. It is because it comes in as sugar. It comes in as sugar. So our bodies love sugar because sugar is so easy to break down. It breaks down really quickly and it provides like instant energy, right? 
Um, but at the same time, that sugar causes all type of problems. It, you know, it, it lingers in the bloodstream. Our pancreas has to work harder and our patients are susceptible to infections because of it. So we need to change that tubing because it's mostly sugar. And when it's out in room temperature and the hotness of that patient's room, it can begin to grow bacteria. Good job. All right. Y'all are thinking tonight. Love it. So now we know the difference between the open system and the closed system. All right. Now, let's talk about just the insertion process. These are just the steps to make sure that your NG tube and the client is positioned for this procedure. Now, can let's add, let me ask you this. Can RNs put down an NG tube? Yes or no? Really quickly. Okay. Why do diabetic patients still do tube feeding? Yeah, I think whenever uh, whenever you think about patients who could be harmed from the intervention, it is because the doctors have determined that the intervention outweighs the risk. So the benefits outweigh the risk. So yes, patients with diabetes, typically you don't want them having things with high concentrations of glucose, but if they need nutrition, this is the best solution for them. Yes, RNs can do tube feedings. Can LPNs do nasal gastric insertion and subsequently tube feedings? Yes or no? RNs, yes. LPNs, yes. LPNs, yes as well. They can, all right? And this is okay. The reason why I ask is because I know I have a lot of international nurses who are not used to the uh, the position of the LPN. So it may be different or you may not even have one in your country, but it is important for you to know what an RN can do, what an LPN can do. And so when I'm teaching LPNs, I do teach you guys a lot of the same things that I would teach the RNs because you need to know where your scope of practice stops and their start. So for the NCLEX, okay? No matter where you come from around the world, for NCLEX, LPNs can do nasal gastric tubes and they can do them very well, very well, okay? Nurses aides, can they do nasal gastric tubes? Everybody should be saying, no, they cannot do nasal gastric tubes, okay? All right, so let me, um, so let me just go into this again. And we are going to talk about the positioning of a client with the NG tube. I see I got a Remar nurse on. I, I Let me do this. Let me do this slide really quickly. <laughs> All right. So when we talk about positioning a client with the NG tube, remember, we are positioning the client in what we want them in a high Fowler's position with their head tilted forward, kind of like, you know, straight ahead, but with their head tilted forward, because we are going to insert a catheter into their body. So their position is very important. And so the position in with their straight sitting up, head tilted forward is going to assist the client to close off their trachea and their esophagus, because we definitely do not want the client to have their trachea and esophagus open during this process. Okay, so that's the insertion. Now, when we talk about irrigations and tube feedings, we want the patient with the head of the bed, of course, elevated 30 to 45 degrees. So this is more of a semi-fowlers or a fowlers position to prevent aspiration. And then we want them to also have the head elevated for one hour 
after an intermittent feeding because we don't want them to lie flat. And so that bed, that anytime the patient's getting food through that tube, the head of the bed should be elevated. Um, yes, I see the uh, the comment. For some reason, I can't put my all my comments up, but yeah, you should have the like the chin tilted kind of forward like this. All right, and then you're going to put the NG tube down. Lena, that's a good comment. All right, so I do want to process and go into this, but I want y'all to just take a breather for a second because I got a Remar nurse here and I need to talk to her. But also, oh, glory, here it is. Gotta get my headphones. Also, I got questions coming up for this topic. So we're, we're at the questions part already. All right, guys, are y'all ready for the Remar nurse? Get y'all questions out because she here, she she about to tell us. And so I'm bringing on to the, sh I'm bringing on, <laughs> Oh Nurse my gosh. Hi. How are you? This is such a privilege. I don't have a voice because I have been on cloud nine. Miss Regina, I have been, I think, watching you for maybe about a year, maybe about a year. Um, but let me start with my story. Graduated nursing school in November of last year, and they were pushing for us to hurry up and take NCLEX. They were like, it's going to change, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, I can study on my own. I don't need, like, everybody was using UWorld and Kaplan and doing all these different questions. So I basically followed you, um, and I followed another um, professor that's on YouTube and made my own little flashcards and just kind of went out on a whim. And I failed the exam. Um, I was devastated. I cried, but I didn't stay there for long. I think within a matter of two days and I didn't even have the funds. Let me tell you how God works. One of my family members purchased B2 for me. And the minute that I got it, I went, printed out the workbook and I got to work. Every day I was in my content. I followed the study calendar. I also purchased um, the Quick Facts um, book as well. Um, I even got a separate notebook. So when I would do the questions in the QBank, the ones I missed, I would go back and study like the rationales. So I would read over all this. When I say every day, all I did was study. I did V2 twice on my lunch break. Every time you went live Mondays, I was there. Wednesday nights, I was there. And I just want to tell anybody that is on here, if you feel like because you failed that test, that is the end. You're not going to be a great nurse. That test does not define you. I graduated with honors, not to brag because it's all God, but I suffered from test anxiety. And when I say that this program was God sent, it was literally God sent. I took my test Saturday and the computer shut off, I think, at like 123 questions, maybe 125 questions. And I thought, okay, God, like whatever you do, let I'm going to go ahead and let you do it. So mm -hmm. I just found out yesterday, I did the, um, where you can click on to get the results early. And I saw that I passed. So anybody, if you guys are really serious about making a change in your life, please sacrifice and get v2 you will not you will not regret it so miss regina thank you so much to yourself and your husband all the prayers the bible verses because you need faith and you also need v2 as well to pass so i'm an uh i'm an lpn yes so how oh, man <laughs> Excellence. Just y'all, y'all, y'all. I mean, you are 
looking at excellence. And I want to just say that you need to understand that what Keisha did that was significant is she did not look at everybody else, what they were doing, what they're, she understood that my, the, the reason why I'm going to get this thing is because it's something I'm going to do. It's mm -hmm. my commitment to mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the difference. Mm -hmm. Like I, you know, you have people, you said within two days, you were like, I gotta, I gotta get it. You said a family member brought it. The, the family member bought it for you because they heard you talking about it. Yes. They heard you talking about it, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know? And so the, the, the commitment that you had you know, it's just incredible. And there's some people that you took two days, but it's some people that will take two years to understand. Listen, if you know your worth, I've been a medical assistant, I believe for about 12 years. And when I say, when you know your worth, if you really want a change in your life, get up, make it happen. Even if you have to save money a little bit at a time, invest in yourself like it hasn't even been a full 24 hours and i already have two people waiting on me to send my resume already i'm getting ready to make double maybe triple the amount that i already make now Yo, girl so listen guys i get it i'm i'm a single mom like i know what it is like when you want better for yourself but you have to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. Tell that devil he's a liar. Pick it up and read and study your content. And really, in all honesty, if I can say this about next gen, it's really not that bad. But one thing I will say is read the question. Don't rush. Read the question. Mm -hmm. Read it thoroughly. Read it carefully. And you will be amazed at how much easier it really is it's a lot easier than the first one so i love it i love it i mean even people on here congratulating you oh thank you guys like y'all like, like congratulating you um <laughs> I, I i i'm congratulating you you know thank you nurse regina i want you how so you said you did v2 twice okay i did so v2 you twice went through, you went through I'm the program a, twice mm -hmm. yep i'm an auditory learner so the first time i went through like I went back and I read all of this and I went back and I listened to it again just to make sure that I understood and that I was confident with the content. And I'm going to be honest with you. I was so nervous to do the CAT exam that I was I was just shaking. I was like, nope, I don't want to do it. But with the QBank, it said that I was I had a fair chance. And what I did the day before is I went and I listened to the very last video that you have about NCLEX at the end. And I sat here right here where I'm sitting at my dining room table. I sat here Friday and I cried because you reassured me that if I went in there and I was confident and you said, if you don't know all the material, that's okay, but go in and be confident. Guys, I took all four breaks I was allowed to take. And every time that I went in the bathroom, I said to myself and in the mirror, I can, I will, and I must pass NCLEX. And I passed. That's passed. right. You did the work. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, listen, what's, okay, somebody's asking, what's better, UWorld or Remar? I'm just have, putting it out there. Yeah, I don't have any experience with UWorld. All I have is just V2. Uh, I didn't try anything else. I tried to study on my own and that didn't work. Well, why, why Remar over anything else? Because of the fact that 
all I had heard from my classmates and other people who had Archer and like um, U World, everybody was talking about the questions. Nobody said anything to me about content. They were like, oh, I'm doing like 100 questions a day or like 200 questions a day. And everybody was just going in with questions. I'm like, but what about the content? There's no way that that particular, you know, case that you have, does it, yes, it mimics the NCLEX, the NCLEX, but what about the content? Like, what about the rationales? Like, how does that make sense? So I haven't tried. I didn't try anything else. I went straight with V2. Man, <laughs> I mean, I um, I just can't uh, impress enough on everybody that's watching <laughs> that there is a path to success. Yes. And honestly, you have to be extremely motivated. You, you have to be self-determined. You, you cannot go into the NCLEX, ah, doubtful. Nope. Can I do this? Ah, maybe I should have studied more. Like that's nope. not the approach you can take, especially mm -hmm. after, especially after failing it. You know, yes. if you are identifying with that failure, if you can't get past mm -hmm. the sacrifices that you're going to have to make now, because once you fail, it's an even more uphill battle to exactly. get to that starting place. Exactly. And so if you refuse to let that failure go, if you refuse to spend the extra dollars, and I, I don't like talking about money, but mm -hmm. literally that's a blocker for, for people. <laughs> like people won't spend the $5 to make the 30. Man, listen, guys, I'm going to say this. Like, I don't know why. Like, I know it's all God that's telling me to tell you guys this. When I failed, like the next day, I went to Dollar Tree and bought a poster board and I sat and I wrote on my poster board everything that I wanted from a house. Ooh. I started, I wrote my, I wrote LPN on there. I wrote every Bible verse that had anything to do with faith. And every day I would come home, I worked full time. I would come home and I would look at that poster board and I'd get my son situated and fix dinner and I would hit the books. On my lunch break, I would hit the books. Weekends, I would hit the books. So y'all, I'm telling y'all, don't don't allow that to make you feel like, oh my gosh, I failed and, and I can't do it. Yeah. And with the testimonies that I heard on here, like people that have failed like five, six times, seven, eight, nine times, 10, that motivated me even the more. So, hey, it's all yeah. God. And one thing I will say, and I'll be quiet, when you go in and you take the exam, Guys, please don't focus on the number of questions that you see on that screen. Keep Good. going. Keep Good going. Good and it's it's Good a stuff. mental thing. It's yep. a mental thing. It's, it's so, how 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 old is your uh, your son? I have a senior in high school. This is my only my only baby. Girl, you look good. <laughs> Boy, you. I was thinking, I think you was gonna say two years old. Oh, he's no. three. Think <laughs> two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you look amazing. Thank you. It's all God. And I yeah. had six uh, case studies. See, okay. And actually, Nurse Regina, your content is your case studies are harder than the ones that are on in on NCLEX. Really? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's so, pretty cool. Um, and, and you know what? All I can say is, but God, all right, but God, but God. But God. So now you have, you know, now you have the ability to support your son. I don't mm -hmm. know if he's going to college, but I know senior yeah. year can be very expensive. Mm -hmm. And so now you're going to have a new job. Yeah. To God be the glory. Off, like, guys, I'm this. telling y'all, like, and, and I just want to tell y'all, like, you can, I promise y'all, like, you can do it, but you got to put the work in. I'm going to show you. I, I had somebody give me, it's, this is a mustard seed. Love it. 
And I would look at this every day when I would sit down and study. That's all you need. Yep. Can move I'm trying out. not to cry, but this is all you need. I promise you. I'm telling you, you can do it. <laughs> Thank you so much for just talking. So you know what? And I saw your name and I you know, I, <laughs> I see you all the time. This is yes. this is a student that comes to class. Mm -hmm. This is a student that I expect to see you. So I saw your name and I thought, okay, I see my students to show up for studying. I'm like, oh, you know, people don't like this subject because it's major twos. And then I had to read it twice. Like, you passed? Yes. I couldn't wait for this moment. I could not wait for Wednesday night to get on here. And I told my son, I was like, oh my gosh, like she's going to let me get on. Mm -hmm. So I'm just, listen, to God be the glory. And yeah. you will, I'll be in V2 again because I plan on furthering my education. So I'll be back for RN. So. I can't wait. I can't <laughs> in the meantime, have an amazing journey and you. starting your new career and everything you learned, teach somebody. I Teach promise you I will. And, and, and God bless you and your husband. Like I would sit after 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 the lives in the cahoots, I would sit in my living room floor and just along with the prayer, like the prayers and the yeah. scriptures, like Monday motivation. I ain't gonna lie, it was some Mondays like you made me a little made me a little mad, but you got in my behind. So that made me, that made me, sometimes you have to hear somebody tell you something like, okay, what more is it going to take for you? How bad do you want it? Mm -hmm. How yeah. bad do you want it? And the possibilities are endless, guys. It's so many opportunities. It doesn't have to always be bedside nurses. Like I got a, offered a position where I can work from home. It's so many different opportunities that are out there for nurses. So, amen. I'll be Man. tuning in live, congratulating people still because don't yeah, don't not too far. Don't go too far. Don't go too far. Okay. <laughs> Thank um, you guys. This is such a blessing. So y'all be encouraged, man. You can mm -hmm. do this. I promise you, you can do it. You can do it. That's right. This is what it takes. Thank you so much, Keisha, for taking Thank time you. out of your schedule. Yes. It was a pleasure talking to you. It's a pleasure meeting you. Yes, you too. God bless, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> You guys, that is the beauty of Remar nurses. They come back. They come back and they encourage people who are in their in their past positions. So, woof. All right, I'm processing it. Okay. God bless you. Huh? Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> So we're going to get into the questions, but listen, I want y'all to pick up what Keisha said. I want y'all to pick up what Keisha said. Keisha said she did the study calendar twice. Okay. Some of y'all that are in the study calendar, y'all are, y'all almost finished with it. But if you feel like, like she said, if you're an audio learner and you feel like, Hey, I need to go back through it again, the watching, the reading, get through it again. Okay. Go back through it again because the lectures in there are supposed to help support you. They're supposed to help support you at every, every level. All right. So all these lectures, they're not here for nothing. They're here for a reason. Okay. You can find CPC. Okay. She says you're doing your second time. Yes. So all of these lectures, okay, they are supposed to be done in order and you're supposed to reflect on them. If you didn't get it the first time, watch it again. If you need to find your study calendar, it's in the file vault, 
All right, your file vault is right under here under the question bank. So it's the courses, the question bank, and then your file vault is here. You should get your study calendar, all right? You should get your study calendar. You can also get, um, this is where you get your downloadable workbook from. You see she had hers printed out. And then also any new information for the quick facts, I'm putting it in your file vault. So there's like three documents in there that you could be studying from. There is no reason why you guys cannot get through this program because it comes with the calendar, the videos, our content is short and sweet and to the point, okay? All right, so I want you to take advantage of the process. Take advantage of the process. If you're an audio learner, this is the program for you. You'll hear it, all right? You'll see it. You'll see the program, all right? I'm gonna play a video for you guys probably after this, all right? But this is the season. You guys, this is the season. This is where nurses are passing. The NCLEX passing rates right now are higher than they have ever been, okay? So whatever hesitancy that you have, you don't wanna miss this opportunity. This is a golden opportunity, even for repeat test takers, even for repeat test takers, the passing rates are going up. So do what you need to do in order to be prepared. Is it gonna be easy? No, but is it possible? Yes, it's possible, especially with God. All right. Um, Landy says, I'm a Remar nurse. I did V2 twice. Thanks, Regina, for putting together this great review. I love you. Yes. Taylor, let me know. Um, I, can, I can see. Is the downloadable one different from V2? So the downloadable one, let me show you guys, okay? I'm going to go to the file vault. All right. So I'll go to the file vault. I'll go to course resources. All right. So it's going to load up for registered nurse. Now you can have a registered nurse or a practical nurse. So when I click on registered nurse, you have your daily study calendar, your student workbook, new NCLEX resources, and then quick facts for next gen, all right? So the daily study calendar here, you just click on it. And what you do is you go to this, this is where you download it, okay? This is where you download it. You click that blue arrow, all right? So when you click the arrow, it'll pop up, your screen will pop up just like it did here and it'll, It'll say you, you know, files uploaded and you just put a reminder. Okay, got it, reminded. And then you'll see that you'll see that it downloaded. I clicked it like three times, so it downloaded three times. All right. And so once you do that, you just open it up and the calendar looks like this. And it's a very simple calendar because every day you are watching something, you're reading, and then you're answering. So whatever NCLEX review that you're doing, you should have some structure to it. You should be able to say, okay, I'm supposed to watch positions today, disaster management. I'm supposed to watch blood gas interpretation, congestive heart failure. So then you would just come to your V2. Oh, let me go back to the courses. You would just come to your V2 and you're going to look at these courses that are going to come up. Okay. And you're going to find, all right, this is my... You know, this is my diagnostic procedures. This is my time where I'm watching EKGs or isolation precautions, legal issues, all right? And so you should always be moving forward, but you have to have a commitment to the process. You have to have a commitment to the excellence. And it's not about um, how fast you get there. It's do you get there, okay? Do you get there, all right? So 
I'll go back to the V2 a little bit after. I do want to get into our content questions on nasal gastric tubes, nasal gastric tubes. So let's go to our first question. Are you guys ready for the questions? All right, here we go. First question is this. Here we go. A newly registered nurse is preparing to insert a nasal gastric tube into a 29-year-old client. The nurse places the client in which position for insertion? Okay, so we're going to warm up here, okay? So which position for insertion? Did you guys catch this? Because we had a lot going on when I mentioned this. Is it number one, supine? Two, low fowlers? Three, high fowlers? Or four, left side lying? I'm warming you up here. I'm expecting a two out of five today because these questions are challenging. Okay, these are critically thinking questions. So if you get two of these right, you good. All right. So a lot of people are picking the high fowlers. And of course, this is a this is an easy gimme question. So um, correct answer is high fowlers. So during insertion of a nasal gastric tube, the client is placed in a sitting or a high fowlers position to reduce the risk of pulmonary aspiration if that client should vomit. Okay, let's move on. Let's try this one. A nurse in the intensive care unit is assessing the correct placement of a nasal gastric tube. The nurse aspirates the stomach contents and checks the contents for pH. The nurse verifies correct tube placement if which pH value is noted. Is it 1, 3.5, 2, 8.2, Three, 7.0, 4, 6.3. What would be the, what would be mm -hmm, the correct, the correct answer here? Okay. I see some ones. I see some threes. I see some ones and threes. That's great. Everybody, we are here today to learn something new. You're here. You're coming to class because you want next gen content and next-gen critical thinking. And so that's what we're doing tonight. Correct answer here is number one, okay? So the pH of, of 3.5, okay? Follow me now. If the nasal gastric pH is in the stomach, the pH of the contents will be acidic. Gastric aspirates have a pH value and should be about 3.5. Sometimes you see four, 3.5 or lower. Okay, now let's do some next-gen thinking. Say the nurse aspirates gastric content. So the NG tube is in the correct place, but the gastric content is seven. Seven. What is something that the nurse has done that would make gastric content seven? Okay, more alkaline instead of acidic what is something what is something that nurses do that will increase the alkalinity of gastric contents shana that's good suction not suction though not suction all right so i'm taking what you guys know about nasal gastric tubes so you just told me that you expect that content, I mean that, yeah, that content, the gastric content to be acidic. Give me some reasons why it would be alkalinic. 
Oh, good job. You guys did a good job. Okay. Let me see if I can highlight the right answer. So um, this is the first one. I like this one. Feeding too fast. Okay. So what's happening is when the nurse pulls the gastric, and I don't know if this is what you mean, but this is what I'm taking it as. Um, the nurse pulls the residuals and there's tube feeding still mixed in with the gastric contents. So the gastric contents didn't have time to digest the tube feeding. So what she would be checking would be more tube feeding, which is going to be more base than acidic. Okay. So it doesn't have anything to do with the misplacement or wrong placement. We're talking about gastric contents here. So we know we're in the right what? We know we're in the right place. So we're critically thinking here. So I'm asking why else would gastric contents be elevated in terms of the alkali alkaline properties? The next thing is this. Let me see. Can I get it? Antacids or medications. Good job. Proton pump inhibitors. Um, omniprazolol, right? Antacids. Is, those are also going to decrease the acidity of the gastric contents, okay? And so these are the type of conversations that we need to be having when we're talking about preparing for next-gen NCLEX. It is a lot of content. It's knowing a lot of content. And so you can't get this type of studying. You can't get this type of depth doing just questions. So I'm glad you guys showed up today because that's what we're doing. We're focusing on king content right here, all right? In other words, Remar. So Here's the next question. I told you, these are tough. These are going to be, these are going to challenge you. Um, a licensed practical nurse is inserting an NG tube into a four-year-old client. When the tube hits the back of the throat, the child begins to gag. The nurse wants to give sips of water and reposition the patient. What is the most important action for the nurse to take? Number one, check the nares. Two, check the length of the tube. Three, check for anti-nausea medication. Four, check the diet. We are talking about critical thinking. We're talking about preparing for next-gen NCLEX with the content. Okay, here we go. All right, if you're testing soon and you are not studying content, I mean, if you're testing in the next three weeks and you're not studying content, I don't know, you need to, you need to proceed to the content lane because I'm seeing so many, so many incorrect answers right now. Correct answer is, correct answer is number four, okay? Correct answer is number four. Now let's go back and let's ponder on why everybody that put two or one is incorrect. Can somebody tell me why the correct answer is number four? Anybody, just tell me why. Literally nobody had that. Nobody had that before I picked it, before I showed it. So would, could anybody explain why we are checking this patient's diet? That's the most that's the most appropriate thing that needs to be done. And in the stem of the question, it literally told you 
that that is what you're supposed to be checking for. Exactly. Exactly. What what has changed? What is unexpected here? What's unexpected? So the licensed practical nurse, and this is why you have to, re this is why you have to get in the practice of learning content and reading and slowing down, all right? So you got a licensed practical nurse, fine. Putting down an NG tube of a four-year-old, is that okay? That's totally fine. Now, the tube hits the back of the throat, the child begins to gag. Is that something that is unexpected? Is that an emergency? Is that something that we are concerned about? No, not really, because we expect that. They have a gag reflex. We're expecting a four-year-old to have that. So what the LPN wants to do is give sips of water and reposition the patient. Is that okay? Right? Because this is something that the LPN wants to do. And typically, that would be fine. Okay? But before she does that, the question is, What's the most important action, okay, for her to take before she gives sips of water and reposition the patient? The most important, this is a, this is a basic safety question. But what happens is because there's so much reading, you guys check out early. You don't read the whole thing. And so you answer the wrong question. Okay, and if you get a safety question, a basic safety question like this wrong, you're going to fall below the passing standard. Because the computer is going to be like, oh, this is what this is. A, this is like a level two question. Okay, you better check that diet. You better check that diet. What you checking the length of the tube for? That's already done. Checking the nares, that's already done. We said that the tube got to the back of the throat. There's nothing wrong with the nares. All right. So in this situation, gagging during the NG tube placement is expected. The nurse wants to give ice chips or water, whatever it is. She should check the diet first before offering it. I got to move on. I got to move on. All right, let's go. Question number four. A nurse in a medical surgical ward is inserting a nasogastric tube in a 33-year-old female client. During, okay, during the procedure, the client begins to cough and has difficulty breathing. Which of the following is the appropriate nursing action? Okay, number one, quickly insert that tube. Two, notify the physician immediately. Three, remove the tube and reinsert. Four, pull back tube, wait until no dyspnea. Ah, this is good. This is a good one too, okay? Probably get it down to two. Which one should you go with? Okay, which one should you go with? See a lot of different answers on the screen. This is what we this is what we do every Wednesday at nine o'clock Eastern time. You better set your alarm. You don't want to miss these lessons before you take your exam. This is how you challenge yourself with our study group. You looking for a study group? You found us. Got over nine hundred people, largest NCLEX study group on the planet right now. 
you're a part of it. Correct answer is four. During the insertion of a nasogastric tube, if the client experiences difficulty breathing or respiratory distress, withdraw the tube slightly, stop the tube advancement and wait for the distress to subside, all right? You don't pull it all the way out, then that means you've lost all of your progress, okay? <laughs> you lost everything. And these tubes are hard to get down. So there you go. Next question. Number five, I love this one. An operating nurse is caring for a client with a nasal gastric tube that is attached to low suction. The nurse monitors the client knowing that the client is at risk for which acid base disorder? Okay. Number one, respiratory acidosis. Two, I'm sorry. Number one, metabolic acidosis. Two, metabolic alkalosis. Three, respiratory acidosis for respiratory alkalosis. What are we going to say here? Oh, you almost got to get this one right. Okay. This is a lot of safety here. I'm happy to see, I think we're all on one accord here. And this is a good thing because blood gas interpretations can kill people. All right. If you don't recognize them, if you don't recognize them ahead of time, patients can go fast, really quickly. And I'll never forget, I was teaching blood gas interpretations at a school, all right? And the students did not know it well at all. It literally takes five minutes to learn this for NCLEX. So if you don't know it, move towards the V2 and get into that lecture, metabolic blood gas interpretation. It will help you. Correct answer, Hey, number two, metabolic alkalosis. Good job. Metabolic alkalosis is defined as a deficit or a loss of a base, which is like basically the hydrogen ions, okay, or acids of the excess base, bicarbonate. So what happens is you have an accumulation of the base from a loss of acids, okay? And again, the ones that you need to know for NCLEX are the four that I listed, metabolic acidosis, metabolic alkalosis respiratory acidosis, respiratory alkalosis. And you need to be able to determine whether your patient has those conditions based off of their pH and their bicarb or based off of their diagnosis. So if a patient comes in with dehydration, you should be able to say, oh yeah, all right, that's that. If a patient has type two diabetes mellitus, you're expecting what? metabolic acidosis, right? And so you have to be able to do, do it very fluently in that way. So metabolic acidosis, metabolic alkalosis, it's like learning a new language, but you have to be able to speak it fluently, okay? You have to be able to speak it fluently, <laughs> okay? Um, I like this comment says, where'd it go? Where'd my comment go? Oh, Rashid, you can do it. It was so difficult for me, but I improved after the lecture from V2. Um, good job, amazing. Have to do it. All right. Um, and now we'll see what else. Was that the fifth question? I think that was it. All right. So what I want to do is I want to take questions about V2. All right. I want to take questions about V2. Those of you that have it, I want to go in so I can show you. But this looks like it is the night that just literally keeps on. How did, how did you guys do? This is the night that keeps on giving. How did you guys do tonight? Three out of five, two out of five, four out of five. I let's listen. I love it. I love it. I got another Remar nurse on. I got a 
let me see if I can let me see if I can add her. Here we go. There she is. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. <laughs> tell us, tell us your story. Tell us who you are. Where are you at? What's going on? Nadine, in fact, Ness Nadine. I just found out today that I first I'm here in Maryland. Okay. RN? Yeah, I took RN. I took my test today. So I just found out today that I passed. <laughs> yes, RN. Now, where are you from? I'm from Cameroon. Yay! I knew it. I'm getting see. I'm getting so good now that I can almost tell by the accents. Yeah. So, Cameroon representing in the house. So, did you go to nursing school here in the United no. States? No. So you've had a long journey. You've had a long process to get your RN. Yes. Yes. I just did the review here. Mm -hmm. So. Is this your first time testing? No, the fourth, this is the fifth time. I failed four times. <laughs> Amazing. Now, yeah. tell me, how did you pass this time? Well, I was determined. <laughs> I had made up my mind. It is now or never. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, so I, I was so determined. I went to the library like every day. I was working. I'm a mom of three. Mm -hmm. I, I work six hours every day. When I close at three, I go to the library to whenever the library closes. So I studied. I was tired, but I keep pushing. I would take energy drinks to stay awake. <laughs> so coming home from the, the heat, but I still press up and you know. And and here's the thing about it is you had all the excuses not to try one more time you mm -hmm. had all the excuses to not do it you know i have three kids you can't get anything done with three kids yeah. if mm -hmm. you're a mother you either gonna be a mother or you're gonna do something else so i see why you had to leave the house you had to leave your house yeah. right and 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 so this is what you guys have to understand <laughs> this is a mother who loves her children yeah. But she had to put her children aside in order for her to do good for them. Yeah, my okay? last baby is just 10 months. He's turning 10 months tomorrow. So night he will be crying. We are there. At times when he's awake, that's when I'm studying, watching over him. When he falls asleep, I try to get him too. So that's how I juggle. Yeah, yeah. now I'm already starting there. So I'm happy. <laughs> now, now. <laughs> Now you're now you're a registered nurse. You have your license. All yeah. of that sacrifice, all of that sacrificing for your children pays off. Yeah. This is what it looks like when it pays off. And that's what I want y'all to understand. Y'all are sacrificing right now for stuff that is not going to pay off like a nursing license, right? You're, you're working at a job. You're sacrificing at a job that is not going to pay you. <laughs> Yeah. What were you doing? What were you doing before you became this registered nurse? Where were you working at before? I, I used to work in a group group home with people with disabilities. That's why I work. It's like a day program. I take them out every day. I don't even have opportunity to study while I'm at work. I have to focus on them. But the moment I leave them, my mind is library and nothing else. 
Yep. And yep. so now that you are an RN, where are you going to be working? What do you want to do? What kind of nurse do you want to be? I want to be a maternity nurse. I like, the, I like the little babies and the pregnant mamas. <laughs> Listen, we need you. We need you in maternity. Yeah. Like, I would love if I came into there to deliver a baby and had you as my nurse. Mm -hmm. I would love it. I am so, so proud of you. Thank you yeah. so much for coming on. I know it's late. I don't know where the kids are, but yeah. I just appreciate because inter international nurses, um, they need to see you. Yeah. They need to see you and, and they need to hear what it takes in order mm -hmm. to succeed. What was the difference? How were you studying before, uh, you know, that you weren't successful? What were some mistakes that you were making? Yeah, so before the, the first four times I failed, I used to study at home. I'm reading Coco Melon is playing in the background. I never, each time I go in, I will, you put me at 75 questions and I will fail. So this time I said, okay, I need to do something different from this. So I had to get myself a money who stay home with the kids. So I had to go start working so I have money to pay her. And because of that, and uh, so she's there with the kids. When I leave, I go to the library. Yes, so that's the only reason why I leave the kids. I said, okay, I need to do a little bit of sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so definitely. Leave them home, go to work from work, and just go to the library. Yeah. So but for you, it was kind of like in, back, back to back yeah. Like I did a lot of questions, a lot. But before then, I took my time to did my content. Yeah, and then I started to do questions. All right. Yeah. So, um, it was environmental. You have to be in the right environment so that you can actually study. Yes, 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 yes. My goodness. The content, the subjects. Thank you so much uh, for coming on here. I, I'm going to sing you something special. So just be looking out, please, for an yes. on me. Thank you so I want much. To encourage all my repeat test takers. Do not give up. Next Gen is designed for repeat test takers. Yes. Short is, short is. I'm telling you. So whatever fear that they had, whatever fear that they had, y'all got to put it to bed. Y'all got to, y'all got to get, get it out the way. Okay. Y'all got to get out the way. Thank you so much. Oh, let me, I got to be able to say goodbye. Thank you so much for spending time with us. Bye-bye. That's it. That's it, guys. That's it. Tonight was the night for repeat test takers. Everybody that came on here, everybody that came on tonight that was successful for their NCLEX that you saw was a repeat test taker. They were somebody who had the, the excuse, the experience, the trauma, the anxiety, the bills, the family. They had all of that. And they went into that exam and they passed it. So... What are you, what's holding you back? What are you allowing to take away your power? What are you allowing to take away your power? Okay. You're not here. And, and honestly, I'll just say this and I, I'll probably just leave it, leave it at that. You're not here by accident. You're here because there was something tonight that you needed to hear to get you into tomorrow, to get you into the next day. All right. Because this is a day-by-day -day process. And so you got to look out for 
every bit of positivity and encouragement that's just like, you know, just tapping you on your shoulder saying, that's where you need to be. You need to listen to what she said. You need to let go of that past because nothing that I say, nothing the nurse Nadine says, nothing the nurse Keisha says is going to empower you if you've already given your power over to anxiety, failure, doubt. We can't, we literally can't help you if you don't want to be helped. We literally can't get you. I can't tell you to, I can't tell you to go in here and do these things if you have committed yourself to the failure. Okay. And just when I when I say commit yourself to it, I mean you can't let it go. You didn't marry the thing. So you have to be willing to let it go. Don't even talk about it anymore. Everybody's tired of talking about it. Everybody tired of hearing about it. The next thing is what are you going to do about it? Are you going to do something? Because I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it anymore. All right. Your God is bigger. You've already done more challenging things than past the NCLEX. If you look over your life, if you look over your life and where you come from, you've already done bigger things than passing the NCLEX. All right. Here we go. Okay. So, um, trust in God. You got to trust God. Yeah, you got to trust God. All right. Um, Please, when am I to start the question bank? If you have your daily study calendar, let's see if I can show you guys. Let me go into the study calendar. Uh, if you go into the study calendar, you'll see that on the answer section, blow it up and bring it over. So you will start your question bank here, okay? You'll start your question bank here. And if you're following the calendar, that is study session number eight, okay? And so the first 30 minutes, you're going to go in there and spend 30 to 45 minutes in the question bank. You can choose any subject you like. All right. And that the reason why I say that is because you're already at, at the same time, you're already doing progress questions. So I already know that if you pass this, then you understand what I've talked about. Right. If you pass your pharmacology exam. So when you go into the question bank in the beginning, you are literally practicing things that you feel like you're weak at. Because for me, the practice questions are not the priority, okay? It's not, it's not the priority, it's the content. Um, what time does the live stream start? So when the live stream starts at 9 p.m. Please, Regina, some of the lectures are locked. Why? Yeah, so some other lectures are locked and that's because with the V2, with the V2, you have to go in order. So this is not a program that you're able to come and skip around because these, like look, medication administration, antibiotics, IV therapy, these subjects all build upon each other. I have my lectures in a specific order so that the end of it, by the time you get to delegation and assignment, prioritization, management of care, you actually have the content to prioritize, to understand delegation. What a lot of nursing students are used to in other NCLEX reviews, they're, in, they're used to being able to skip around and do only what they feel like they're weak at. But the problem is, is you don't know what you're weak at until you get to the actual NCLEX exam and don't know the content. So you need to go in specific order. And so, you know, you're not able to skip around. 
Yeah. Thank you for answering. When can we have access to the quiz bank for the V2? You get immediate access to the quiz bank. So once you get in, once you get the V2, that quiz bank is, is right here, question bank. It's always open for you, right? It's always open for you. So like when you click on it, you'll go to it. You'll be able to go to it, right? Right away, immediately. It'll tell you how many questions, how many you took. Um, and so you could just go here and you can create a test, okay? You can go create a test and that's it. And it'll like, you know, it'll populate and all that stuff and you'll be able to create one. My first cat result was fair with a total of 70 questions. Is that a good result? Did you pass it? So the cat, the cat exams will give you a printout of how you did, right? And it'll say either you have passed or you haven't passed. So let me know. Oh, on your, okay. So on the exams, on the exams, you have to get like a 60% in order to pass, right? So, so the exams are at a 60% in the V2 because the passing standard, and I don't know if you're in the RN or the PN, the passing standard is about a 50%. So I'm requiring you to get a little bit above the passing standard, okay? All right. Um... Good stuff. She says, is your moderate in V2 harder than the NCLEX questions? My moderate, what she's talking about is in the question bank, you have the ability to do difficulty level, easy, moderate, or hard. And so, I, I mean, I think the moderate questions are challenging, but I don't, um, you know, I don't think they're too challenging. So if you pick moderate, you'll be able to pick the subjects, and you'll be able to pick the lessons, and then you'll be able to create your test. Let me see if I can build one. Um, on the CAT exam, are we able to see the answers for the CAT exam? No, you cannot. You'll get a printout, like I said, like just like the NCLEX where it'll say you passed or you failed, and then it'll tell you whether you were near passing, above passing, or below passing. So the reason why I made it is because I wanted it to be similar and reflective of the actual NCLEX. It's a five-hour exam that you take. Um, a computer adaptive exam, one that is built, um, one that is built psychometrically will not allow you to review the answers because that breaks down the integrity of the exam. Now, a basic exam, a basic exam will allow you to review the answers and it'll show you all the rationales and things like that. But a true computer adaptive exam does not work like that. Okay. Mm, can I purchase the adaptive exams only on the V2? No, you cannot. I'm sorry. The V2 is an all-in-one NCLEX prep. And so I have everything for my students to be successful in one place. And so my, 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 the goal of helping a student pass for me is for them to do the entire program, is to, for them to start with my content, test with my content, content computer adapt test with my content. Okay. Awesome. Says, hi, Regina. I noticed your exam questions were almost exactly like my NCLEX questions I got. Thank you so much, Jay, for the great comment. And I, I just want to say that, honestly, if you follow the test plan of the NCLEX exam, that's not very difficult to do. Because again, the NCLEX is an exam for new nurses and new nurses job-wise, new med, surge, 
clinical nurses are doing the same things. They're, they're doing the same things, okay? Um, yes, okay, I, lo I love this question right here. This is about the computer adaptive test. Taylor says, I passed my first CAT exam, but why in the report does it say I was below the passing standard in some areas? Love this question. So remember, when you're doing a CAT exam, when you're doing a true computer adaptive exam, it is not a, it's not a percentage exam. It is a probability exam. It is a, uh, yeah, it's a probability exam. And so when you meet that 95% confidence interval, the exam will shut off and say, okay, Taylor, if we kept giving her chances, she would reach, she would reach the level on all these subjects. But right now, just based on her performance, I could tell she's gonna pass. So I'm not going to continue to give her questions, all right? It's, it's, it's amazing. It's an amazing computer system. When we started to build it, I didn't, I didn't realize how complex and how, um, how awesome the test really is. So when the computer shuts you off, you were below in some of those areas. However, just like with the NCLEX exam, when you fail some subjects, it'll say, well, you were above here, but you were below here. And so all it is saying basically is that when you pass is that at this very moment, you were a little bit below the passing standard, but had I kept going, you would have gotten them all right. So I stopped you, right? And it's the same when you fail, you see above some, you see below some. So that's why, that's why. It is a probability exam. So I want you to keep that in mind. It's, it's much different from what we're used to taking. Okay, um, in the QBank, I've been testing on test mode. Please, what is the difference between the computer adaptive test? Great question. So when you just choose to take a regular test, you are going to be able to choose how many questions you get. You'll be able to choose how many, whatever subjects you do. If you just put test mode here, you're gonna choose how many questions, how many subjects, the specific subjects. But when you click on your CAD exam, okay, when you click on your CAD exam, that's it. You're not going to be able to choose anything else. All right. It is going to build a computer adaptive test with our psychometrics and our standards, which are the same as the NCLEX for you. And then you're going to get the warning. Hey, this is a five hour test. Just like the NCLEX, you can't pause it and come back to it. You have to finish it. When you reach a certain level, it will shut off. And so that's the difference. And you get two of those, you get two of those with the V2, right? So if you're following your study calendar, I tell you when to do your first CAT exam. Let me back this up. Remember, you do your first CAT exam when you get to the bottom of your, oh, this is the, where is it at? That's the workbook. I got to find the calendar. Stand by, I got to get the new calendar. Because at the bottom of it, I do have, um, I, I just updated it actually. And I think this is the old one on my computer. I have when you're going to do your CAT exam. It was just like the NCLEX and my screen went black. Yeah, I know. I, I, I took it when like the first time I took it, I was so exhausted mentally because it was challenging. Um, okay. For a first time in V2, I choose easy questions. And, and that's, yeah, that's definitely, that is definitely a, um, 
that's definitely a great a great thing to do because at the end of the day you have to go into the question bank understanding that it's not there to teach you anything the question bank is only there to be a reflection of where you're at okay where you're at okay so this is the study calendar in the v2 this is the new one and so what you'll notice what you'll notice is that i incorporated the what you watch, what you read, and what you answer. I also put, if you wanted to do the 30-day challenge too, you're able to do the 30-day challenge, okay? And just for context, the 30-day challenge is here. Let me go to courses really quickly. So when you go to the, the courses, you'll see that the 30-day challenge is here, okay? 30-day challenge is here. And so if you click on this button, then it will, it will take you to the 30 day challenge videos. So I'm just gonna click on the button and here go the 30 day challenge videos. So these are totally optional and that's why I put on the calendar, where did my calendar go? I'm sorry, here it is. That's why I put on the calendar optional. All right, cause you might, I mean, you might be tired or you might be working or something. And so you might not wanna do the optional 30 day challenge video sessions, but I think they're helpful because like the other videos, they're only there like 10 minutes, nine minutes, 10 minutes, nine minutes, something like that. But I was talking about the computer adaptive exam. So once you go through the study sessions, at the end of the study sessions, I advise you when to take your CAT exam. So you take the first one, okay? You take the first one after study session number 20. Now, if you don't, if you don't pass this one, you have an opportunity. You can go back, watch the lecture videos, review your notes, go back into the question bank, work those questions, work those difficult questions. People pass the CAT exam all the time. So I know that you can pass it too. It's just telling you a reflection. Hey, you're not ready right now. Go back into the question bank and then come back. And that's why you have two. You can take another one, okay? And then also, if you need to purchase more, you can. But um, again, the whole idea is that, you know, you're getting through the program and you're doing everything. I'll tell you, I've had people just purchase the program and the first thing they do is they want to get into the question bank. They want to do the CAT exam, all right? Um, and I know the CAT exam is, is nice, it's exciting, but make sure that you're prioritizing those subjects first, okay? And again, I want to say this. If you have an NCLEX test date that's a week or two away, okay, a week or two away, don't feel pressure to just commit to that test date. You can always change your test date. Hey, if you're not ready for the NCLEX, you're not ready for the NCLEX. That's okay. Don't feel like because you said you were going to take it August the 22nd and you know you haven't been studying content, you know you really haven't been consistent, you know you need to, you know, don't go in there August the 22nd and take it just for the sake of taking it. Because as much as you guys say it's expensive to prepare and buy, buy the V2, as much as you say it's expensive to buy it, all right, it is way more expensive to take the NCLEX and fail it way more expensive, okay? And so the, the the priority has to be the preparation, okay? The priority has to be the preparation for this exam. Because again, you fail it, that's $200. You gotta pay just to, to test again, 
you got to wait time. You still probably got to buy NCLEX review now because now like you really, you know, you really failed it. So maybe now you got to invest more. The time it takes. Much more expensive to fail this test. Much more. So do what you guys got to do. Um, let me see if I can. You're, you're asking me for highlight questions. Let me see if I can um, get some highlight questions for you guys. Do you have a new calendar? I do have a new calendar. Okay. I do have a new calendar. If I buy more CAT exams, will they be the same as the first one or second one that I took initially? So the computer adaptive test tailor, they come in a, they come in a pool. So there is a pool of questions that is specifically built for you. Uh, no, not my program's not 260. It's 169. Wait, you can listen to it on the road. You can listen to it on the road. Okay. Okay. Yeah, if you feel like your if you feel like your test date is coming too soon and you're not ready for it, please just switch it. It's it's free to switch it. It's free to give yourself more time. It's more expensive if you go ahead and try to take it. What else? Some comments. Hi, Professor. Okay. Hi, Professor Regina. Joanne says, let me read this. Hi, Professor Regina. I'm on my second semester of nursing school. I'll be done in December 2024. Okay, so not this year, next year. Will it be beneficial to buy V2 now or do I have to wait until I'm done with the nursing program? So let me say this. You have well, you essentially have one more year left. I definitely think right now you should have quick facts in the least. You definitely should have this book, okay? Because you can start studying this book now. Rosie, I'm going to try to see if I can pull up highlight questions. Just give me a second, okay? Um, so you definitely should have quick facts. Now, as far as whether you can do V2 or not, that is a matter of time and dedication because the program is going to require you to set aside some time to get through it. I don't know if you have a break of some sort, like maybe a two or three week break where you can go through V2. It will definitely be beneficial to you, uh, but it's just a matter of do you have the time to invest into it, right? Or if, or if you're super busy, then, then you know, then you don't. I don't, I don't want you guys, I don't want you guys to buy something and then never use it. That's not my thing, okay? Additional CAT exam, $29, okay? Somebody asked me that. That's how much for the CAT exam. All right. Um, can you renew my V2? Yes. Well, if you go, Joseph, to your. Um, oh, OK. Um, if you go to your profile, you should be able to uh, do that. If you go to settings and then profiles. Question, Regina, if I don't get an answer from the board, can I still buy the program V2 and study? What are you petitioning the board for? Let me know. OK, let me see if I can do. a. A tutor test or a test for highlight questions. Highlight questions are, I, I rewrote them for you guys so that you're highlighting a sentence now. But in terms of just teaching you how to do a highlight question, really they're just select all that apply, but in a different format. Oh, you said, I missed my first validity window and wasted $200, rescheduled and chose a later date. Yeah. 
Um, is it automatically renewals? Yes. So the V2 will automatically renew for you guys. These are good questions. I can't access V2 after I renew it. It was the old one only. Now it is expired. Send me an email, please, because I can look into your account. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm international and my credentials are being reviewed. So if you're an international nurse, you can, you should begin studying. You definitely, you definitely need to do an NCLEX review if you did not study in the United States. And that's just because our standard of, our standard of um, nursing tends to be a lot more involved, especially in pharmacology. Um, okay, never say never. I just passed my exam, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what I'm doing guys is I'm creating my own exam. I'm creating my own exam here and I don't know if I'm going to get any highlighting questions, but I guess I can just show you guys how to create an exam. All right. I'm just I'm just clicking and unclicking the different subjects that I want on this exam. So I'm going to try to do we I have one of this next gen case studies. Uh, physiological integrity. I'm going to unclick that. OK. And I have 600 questions. OK, let me just do let me see if I can do seven and create this test for you guys. Kathleen, tell me, how can I help you with the V2? Um, $29. Okay. So this is a, people think these are case study questions, but they're not. Case study questions will have a block of six in them. Okay. So this is essentially just a next gen presentation question. It's called a closed question. Now, the reason why it is important for you to do questions for next gen is because they do require a lot of reading. OK, they do require a lot of reading. And so when you do these questions, it allows you to in, get your chops up when it comes to reading. All right. Um, Marie, you said how many questions for the CAT exam? Remember, the CAT exam is going to be a evidence of your own predictability for the information. So you determine uh, you determine how long your CAT exam goes. Uh, when a client, when clients who are children ask the nurse questions, which of the following are most appropriate? So some of these questions are going to be single choice. Some of them will be select all that apply. You will definitely get a mix. Okay. Go ahead, Jay. Ask me a question about the NCLEX grading. Um, I'll answer it. Oh, hi, Regina. Can you answer my question? Is the $29 CAT exam is just what? So the $29 is for one extra CAT exam. Okay, it's for one extra CAT exam. And you guys got to remember the CAT exam is essentially giving you access to this specific technology. It is a very expensive technology to operate. It's very expensive. But at the same time, like I said, it's very good for you to have it before you actually take the exam. So the NCLEX exam charges $200 for their CAT exam. Like that is, that's the value of the technology. So I hope you guys see how hard we're trying to work in order to make sure that you guys have everything you need to be successful. Okay. All right. And so I'm just doing these questions. Um, again, this is the NCLEX presentation form. You'll get all different types of questions. How many questions is there? Is it best to do a day? Honestly, that's up to you in terms of how much time do you have? 
how fast do you need to do the questions? I don't, I don't put a number on it. I'll never say do 40 or 50 questions a day because I don't really know you. And I don't know how you like to study or if those questions are going to be valuable. Sometimes people here do 50 questions a day. And so they will stick to that as opposed to maybe studying or writing, okay, things down. Okay. I'm not exactly sure if passing NCLEX means near the passing standard for every category. That's a great question. So the candidate report forms that NCLEX gives because they are a business and their product is the CAT exam, they're very vague about how you're performing in it. And so when you get a passing, it means that you were above the passing standard at the time. When you get a near passing, it means that you were either above or below at the time, but they're not going to tell you. You just got a near passing. And so although it makes no sense, this is what they have produced as evidence for you that you did get your license or you did not get your license. However, only the people who failed the NCLEX get a candidate report form, okay? And that is because they have to give you something, right? They have to give you something. So it is to be, and this is what I tell people, you're supposed to look at it, read it, and then throw it away because literally it is no use to you beyond thinking about your last performance. When you take the test again, you're going to never see those old questions. So what does it matter? You're going to see totally different questions. Good question. Rosie, um, Alanisha says, I've been an LPN since 2011 and graduate graduated 2022. I test early September. Do you think I have enough time to complete the program? Yeah, you definitely have enough time to complete the program. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You have enough time. But even if you don't have enough time and you know you need to complete the program, move the test date. You just graduated. You, you can move your test date. Um, Sheila says, how can I reset my password? Send, send me an email and I'll look into your account. You're welcome, Jay. Okay. Um, okay. All right, guys. Okay. So I am still in the, mm -mm -mm, I'm still taking an exam. I think that was my question. So that was my, oh, I did so bad. So I was just clicking. So in the V2, it'll tell you how long you spent, how many questions, partial credit, and um, how many questions you got incorrect. And you can, when you're in just in the regular, when you're in the regular exam, um, you're able to view your test results and it will tell you your test results. Okay. There. Now, you can't do this when you're a computer adaptive test because a computer adaptive test is not, um, not going to let you do that. 
So I'm going to have to, I'll do a special, I'll have to do a special segment on the highlighting questions because I can't just isolate highlight questions. Maybe what I'll do is I'll create a new, I'll, I'll create a new subject and lesson for highlight questions. Let's see if I can do that. And then we can go over them. Okay. Because I fear that I won't get them. And I've been on for almost two out, two hours tonight. Okay. Why is the candidate never having the same ex exam question on the inquest? That's a great question. Um, the reason why is because there's a massive list of questions that are available for your computer adaptive test, over 10,000 in the NCLEX. So there is no reason for them to have to repeat questions for you, okay? And again, it's a, it's a, it's a safety exam. So it does not want you to see the same questions that you had before because you could have looked up the answer to that question and, and then so it wouldn't be the same. Yes, you can. You can see, you can choose to see Mavis. If you do a tutor mode, if you do a tutor mode, you can choose to see your answers right away. Okay, you could choose to see your answers right away or you could do test mode, which is what I did. Okay, all right. Um. So I did the, let me do tutor mode. It's the same. Um, NGN, I'll just do NGN test and I'll keep all the subjects. Oh, no, let me see if I could, let me see if I can unhighlight it. And let me see if I could just isolate some highlight questions for you guys. If you can't reschedule, I get it. If you can't reschedule, then you just have to go in there based off of what you have been doing. Okay. And so I'm hoping, you know, that you have been doing some consistent studying and you're ready to test. I mean, that's, that's just, you, you know, yourself, you know what you have been doing. So you have to be able to, you know, just stand on that. All right. Um, so just, I just created a, a simple test here. Okay. So I can't reschedule. She gives in assets. Okay, so here is another exam. I'm looking for highlight questions for you guys. And I wanted to show that you could do a tutor mode and it'll give you the answer right away. Some people do learn studying like that. I don't like it, but I think um, when you do study like this, for me, it seems like it takes me longer to get through a test if I'm, if I'm really studying it. And so I like to just answer the questions as best as possible. I thought this was a highlight, but it's not. Okay, but here you guys are seeing it is, I do have a question bank, even though I don't talk about questions a lot, this is the question bank and you guys can do this whenever you get it. All right, whenever you get in the V2, you can do it. Okay, and these are just next gen. So we do have all 14 of the next gen question types for you to get your studying on. Okay, guys, so, um, I am, I'm actually going to thank you and I'm going to say goodnight to you guys. It's almost 11 o'clock and this is something that I do to encourage and motivate you as well as take your questions live. Um, but again, my email is support at remarreview.com. I love to hear from you. I love to help you, especially if you, um, you know, if you have invested in this process because sometimes you, you literally do just need a little push. Okay. I will be back on again on... Uh, Monday at noon Eastern time. So I hope you enjoyed nasal gastric tubes because it was an amazing review and we learned a lot. And we also had two Remar nurses come on and say, they passed, they passed, they passed. So 
again, if you are ready, if you feel empowered, if you want to take the next step and you want to, you know, take control and ownership of this NCLEX process, I love to be your NCLEX instructor, help you get through it. You can do the program in four weeks or less. No excuses. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. If you're still on the fence, you don't know if you want to, you know, actually um, go with Remar or some, you know, or the V2, get in the free trial. You can at least get in the free trial remarnurse.com get in the free trial and then maybe that will give you some direction uh, you can see what a content review looks like and then make a decision at the end of the day you gotta make a decision to either go forward or not go forward so i want to see you do it you need to have the smiles of the licensed nurses and god bless you guys thank you so much for watching i'll see you later bye bye